In this episode of Locked On Capitals, the Washington Capitals destroy the Philadelphia Flyers 9-2. Let's talk about that next on Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome in to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter at DanCaps218. You can find Locked On Capitals on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. Before I get going here, I have to apologize. I'm losing my voice. So bear with me as I make it through this podcast because it is a game and this is going to be a podcast that talks about the resurgence of the Washington Capitals. Yes, this team that was all doom and gloom just a couple weeks ago has really turned things around as they win their fourth game in a row in a huge win tonight that saw offensive scoring from the top lines all the way to the bottom. The defense in Ilya Samsonov, yes, Ilya Samsonov was playing lights out hockey which just makes it that much more difficult as to determine who the number one netminder for the Washington Capitals is. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about what went right in this game tonight. What changed with this Capitals team where they were playing rough before? Now just everything is firing on all cylinders, and this is just a real exciting game to watch and an exciting team to just watch unfold and just all the great things about this team that are going on right now. Like I say, it was not too long ago that things weren't going that great. So let's talk about the things that are going well. We're going to talk about the goaltending situation, like I said, and it makes it that much more difficult to determine who the number one netminder is. And then we will talk about the road ahead. But let's get to the task at hand, which is the game tonight. Wow, what a game. Like I said, offense was firing on all cylinders. Now, I mean, to be fair, this was playing against a Philadelphia Flyers team that, uh, let's be honest, has not been playing that well this season, but I don't want to diminish anything about the game tonight because not long ago we were talking about how they weren't playing well and they just won two huge games over the weekend against the Penguins and the Bruins and the um, Tampa Bay Lightning before that. So you can't just say, well, the, you know, the Capitals won against the Flyers, but they're not that good. This team's fortune has turned around Make no mistake about it. Ever since that team meeting with TJ Osh that he announced, you know, when I first heard that, like I talked about in a previous podcast, I knew it was going to have an impact. I had no idea it would have this major of an impact. So whatever they did, whatever they talked about in that meeting, mission accomplished. It worked so well. And uh, I thought it was funny in the press a meeting that they had with uh, Nick Backstrom. He tried to play coy and they said, well, what, what did you guys discuss in the meeting and and in the all team meeting and uh, why the change ever since the meeting? And he's like, there was a meeting. So he was playing like he didn't know about it, but a little bit of a sense of humor from Nick Backstrom, I imagine, but this team's fortune has changed. And I think, you know, despite what everyone else in the NHL says, this team is poised to make a great run in the playoffs 
They got the offensive scoring. They're getting the goaltending dialed in. And that was the biggest problem. The qualm with this team all year was getting a consistent net minding. And now, you know, surprise, surprise, they're getting consistent net minding out of Ilya Samsonov. You know, like I said, I don't care who it is that's the number one net minder as long as they can get consistent net minding out of them. And we'll talk about that in a later segment. But the game tonight, it was Hart versus Samsonov. And, you know, there's a reason to believe that, you know, Ilya Samsonov is turning around his season. You know, I don't know if he attended that same team meeting, but the fortunes of the Capitals have turned around and there was just some changes. Shiri, Shiri was back on the top line. I know I normally like Wilson on that top line, but Shiri is kind of a Swiss army knife. Like Peter Laviolette said, he doesn't really complain. You know, whatever line he's put on, he's just like, yep, okay, I will do that. And, uh, you know, like uh, Laviolette says, he doesn't complain. He just does his job, which is playing lights out hockey. He scores a ton of goals. And, you know, for a guy that's not the biggest guy out there, he's not afraid to mix it up with the players a little bit. He did that tonight, as a matter of fact. A couple other caps had to kind of step in for him. Um, in this game today, um, Orloff was out. He has that lower body injury. So insert Irwin. You know, Irwin is that depth defenseman. Um, who's, you know, played pretty well overall when they've called upon him. He hasn't been called upon a lot, but when he has been, he played well tonight. And uh, it was a good, you know, milestone season for Peter Laviolette. He is now the winningest U.S. coach. So anyone that's, you know, trying to disparage Peter Laviolette, let's just remember a couple things. Take a look at his record overall and just the fact alone that he is the winningest coach, the U.S. coach in history. That speaks volumes. The Washington Capitals are 12-4-1 since March 1st. So like I'm talking about, they had that um, in March where they didn't lose a game in regulation for a lion's share of the month. Then they lost a couple there against the Hurricanes in the wild. But this team overall since March has been playing great. Uh, it was a before tonight's game. It was a three-game winning streak. Now it is a four-game winning streak against teams in contention in the East. I guess we couldn't really call the Flyers contention in the East, but the previous games were Caps made it to the playoff the last 13 of 14 seasons. I talked about that as well. Um, so DC fans, just be proud of this team, that your team has made it to the playoffs 13 of the last 14 seasons. Let that fact not get by you there, that that's quite amazing. And in the game tonight, Samsonov was sharp early, and uh, that was a good sign because when Ilya Samsonov is dialed in, the Washington Capitals play well. And for whatever reason, you know, we talked about consistency. He is dialed in, and and it's like he's seeing the puck better. I also think that the defense is playing better in front of him. I, I mean, he can't take 100% of the credit, but I will give credit where credit is due. Ovi gets a goal on a Flyers turnover. That's goal 776 and his 46th goal of the season. So the Caps are up one to nothing. And I definitely think it is in view of Ovechkin to get 50 goals again. And uh, Ovechkin is just breaking milestones all season long and good on him for doing that. You know, I, I think that he's a guy that there's no one that works harder than Alex Ovechkin out there and great it's a good that he's able to keep producing at the age of 36 and older. He's breaking milestones in his age category as well. 
So anyone that thought there was going to be a dip in Alex Ovechkin's production might want to think again. He is aging like a a fine wine, and he's actually getting better with age. Carlson to Oshie by the front of the net. Caps are up two to nothing. So this is what I'm talking about. You know, what we talked about, you know, in a, uh, when I was talking with Gil Martin on Locked On Now, is that, you know, I think a lot of people like to pigeonhole the Washington Capitals as a one-dimensional team where they only get scoring from their top line, but that's not the case. They are getting scoring from their defense, and they're also, as you saw tonight, getting scoring from their depth lines or third and fourth lines. The turnover goal. Uh, excuse me, turnover and a goal by Van Riemsdyk caps are up two to one. And uh, they just, the goals kept coming. You know, it was almost unbelievable. I knew that this game was going to be easier for them than the other games, um, but I didn't know it would go this well. You know, to a certain uh, point, you know, towards the end of the game, you know, I hate to say it, but you almost kind of feel sorry for the opponent, you know. They are people that play with pride, but, you know, ultimately then I'm like, no, I'm happy the Capitals won because they had a rough period this uh, season. But anyway, I'm sure the Flyers will turn it around and be just fine. Dow to Ferry, uh, excuse me, Dow to Ferivari, kind of a zigzag goal. Caps are up three to one. This is all in the first period. The Caps are up three to one and uh, just playing great hockey all around. I mean, you can't, it's almost unexplainable the change in this team as the things keep going along. Caps go on the power play. Caps converted 31 percentage of their power plays this season. So I know that the Caps are kind of talked about, you know, like in this aging team and, you know, who are the Washington Capitals? You know, they got lucky. You know, I hear that a lot from different people that the Washington Capitals got lucky in 2018. Like they didn't make it to the playoffs the last 13 or 14 seasons. You know, there's some real revisionists out there when they want to talk about the history of the Washington Capitals. But the Capitals are playing great. And just the stats alone, start to look at the stats. Caps converted 31% of their power plays that's not too bad to start the second mantha to lars eller goal four to one on a tic-tac-toe goal and the the goal scoring keeps coming mantha to lars eller lars eller uh, who had a goal in the last game is really starting to produce as well erwin in the second period was getting some great shots but up to that point he had not scored a goal but erwin is, you know, he, like I say, he's not called upon a lot, but when they need him, he plays well. And it's good to have those depth guys. You know, you kind of wish that Irwin would get some more time out there, but that's not really his spot for this Washington Capitals team. And, you know, they need guys on the team that they can kind of call in when they need him if there's guys that are injured. And that is where he slots in. And he's done an admirable job every time he's played. And I'm glad that, glad that uh, Irwin has a good attitude about it. Shuri left alone in front of the net, deked Jones and gets a goal. His 17th of the season caps up five to one in the second. And the goal scoring just was downpouring on that Flyers team. And Shiri, like I talked about, it really doesn't matter what line he's on. He finds a way to produce and he does that. And he continued to produce all game and he you know, I'm glad that they were able to pick up Shiri. You know, like I say, he was a guy that I had kind of heard about um, before, but I wasn't real familiar with. I am now, uh, now that he's been with the Washington Capitals the last couple of years, and he has produced well. We'll continue to break down the game, but first, 
I'm going to talk to you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients in seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know, as you know, it's too... People are busy nowadays. I'm too busy. I have uh, kids at home, and sometimes you can be too busy to go to the grocery store and cook all this food. That's why HelloFresh is so convenient to get farm-fresh seasonal produce and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they always arrive fresh, all without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. It's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned, so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. HelloFresh's chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limon, pasta primavera, Pick your favorites from 50 different we- weekly options and skip weeks when you don't need to change your delivery date or update your preferences. All in the HelloFresh app. HelloFresh has fit in wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes for a week to choose from, including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. Customize your favorite dishes with new HelloFresh custom offerings by swapping out one protein side for another, upgrading for a more luxurious experience or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals tailored to you. Like I talked about, I use HelloFresh because I'm busy and I don't always have time to go to the grocery store. HelloFresh makes it so convenient. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use promo code LOCK16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash L-O-C K-E-D-O-N-1-6 and use promo code LOCKEDON16 for up to 16 meals and three free gifts. And, uh, you know, thank you, HelloFresh. You make uh, you make make life so much easier, so I'm not wasting all my time having to go to the grocery store. All right, before we get going on this next segment here, I'm going to talk to you about Locked On Now. Locked On Now is Locked On's team of local experts that bring you all the news on all the teams around the NHL. So head over to YouTube and Locked On Now and be in the know When it comes to your favorite team, the Washington Capitals, of course. All right, in this next segment, we are going to continue talking about this game because it deserves to continue to be talked about. This was a game, like I say, that the offense was just pouring. So to start the third period, Irwin, who I talked about, who doesn't get a lot of playing time, gets a goal. Caps are up now 6-1 to to start off the third Matt Irwin earned the secondary assist on Hathaway's goal, his second point of the game. It marks Irwin's 10th career multi-point game, you know, and good on Irwin on getting that point and that goal. Eller's second goal, a breakaway. Caps are up 7-1. to Lars Eller picks up his second goal of the game to give the Caps a 7-1 to lead. This is the third time this season the Capitals have scored seven goals in a game. So, you know, they're getting that depth scoring out there as well. Justin Schultz deflects Hathaway's goal. Caps are now up 8-1. to Garnet Hathaway scores his 12th goal of the season, which marks a new single-season career high. Justin Schultz recorded the primary assist on Hathaway's goal, his second primary assist of the game. It marks Schultz's 30th career multi-assist game. And then the Flyers get on the board, 
Hayes gets a goal. It's eight to two. He was screened out front. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot that Ilya Samsonov could do about that. So I don't want to hear that Ilya Samsonov allowed in a bad goal. It wasn't really his fault. And then Johan Larson gets a goal. And that was the final one. The Caps are up nine to two. Johan Larson scores on the power play to extend the Capitals lead to nine to two. It's Larson's first goal. Is it a capital three point period for Justin Schultz? And the stats and the milestones for this Washington Capitals team keep coming. 16 players with a point. Most goals at home since 2008. 16 of Washington's 18 forwards recorded a point against Philadelphia. It marks the fifth instance in franchise history. The Capitals have had 16 players record a point in the same game. Most recently, January 9th, 2010 versus the Atlanta Thrashers. So that's not a name that you've heard of for a while. They are now the Winnipeg Jets. The Capitals extend their win streak to four games during the streak, which began on April 6th against Tampa Bay. Washington has outscored its opponents 23-10 to with three assists in the third period. Schultz tied Nick Jensen three assists on March 8th against Calgary Flames and John Carlson one goal, two assists on March 6th against the Tampa Bay Lightning for the most points in a period this season by a Capital. Like I say, those, you know, those statistics just keep coming and those milestones keep getting broke by this Washington Capitals team. And, uh, you know, like I say, it's just a total change of fortune. It doesn't seem like too long ago we were talking about this struggling Washington Capitals team and what changes did they need to make in the offseason. As it turns out, they they had it all in-house all along. You know, I know that they're on a winning streak and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to be happy in this moment because the Washington Capitals continue to play great hockey as they have in these last few games. And I hope that continues as they play Toronto and then they play the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, later in the week. So the Canadiens um, are a team that are not playing that well. And I imagine that that is going to be a game that is going to be similar to the game that was played tonight. Tampa, however, will be a bit more of an opponent for the Washington Capitals, a tougher opponent, I should say, because they have kind of been hot and cold. And their one issue in Toronto is netminding. And uh, I hope the Washington Capitals, you know, can figure out a way to beat them. And I hope that, the, you know, kind of the Toronto Maple Leafs, like I say, they haven't been uh, hot all season. They've kind of struggled throughout the season. So I hope the Capitals continue to play well as they have a West Coast trip next week, which sees them playing the Vegas Golden Knights in particular. That is one big team. You know, if you look back historically, they played in 2018 to win the Stanley Cup. And you got to know, even though we're years removed from winning the Stanley Cup, there is still that bad blood uh, on the Vegas Golden Knights, and they want revenge against the Washington Capitals. This probably will not be their year as the Vegas Golden Knights aren't playing as well as they usually do. And I got to say, I don't really feel too bad about it because for a team to go to the Stanley Cup their first year in the league, you know, I kind of think that sets up an unrealistic expectation, uh, you know, for other teams out there, you know, you take a look at the Seattle Kraken. How are they doing this year? Not nearly as well. That is for sure. After the break, we are going to talk about the net minding situation. And this consistent play sometimes only makes it that much more difficult to narrow it down on who your number one net minder is. But first, 
you know, it's about eating healthy. You know, we're into the new year here, but it's, you got to keep with your new year's resolution. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my new year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right things to build bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of built bars, best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. The Puffs included 100% chocolate. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere between two to 300 calories. Ouch. Go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to the candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So, Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's right. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you, Built. So in this last segment here, we are going to talk about the Washington Capitals and netminding. It is a topic that has been talked about on this podcast throughout, you know, the last couple months here, as it has been an issue throughout the season, to be honest with you. And Ilya Samsonov is kind of emerging and he, you know, I almost think that he's starting to get a bit of an advantage over Vitek Vanacek. And I know how surprising is that, that this goalie on the Washington Capitals who has been talked about being traded, and this is probably his last season. I may have said that a couple times or two, but He's actually emerging as probably going to be the number one netminder, save if unless Vanacek can really step up because he played well tonight. Now, like I said, I I know that they played against an opponent like the, the Flyers, which are not that great, but his play as of late is encouraging as he's had three pretty big wins in a row here. So, I mean, that's a question for Peter Laviolette. Does he continue to go with the hot hand or does he go, go back to Vanacek? To a certain extent, I almost think that you got to kind of go with a hot hand unless you have a back-to-back game. But at this moment, I don't really see a point in pulling Ilya Samson off there as he has been playing consistent. I don't think that you should change netminders just because, you know, it's their time to play. I think that unless Ilya Samsonov falters or if there's a back-to-back, I think you just keep going with a hot hand. You kind of have to. You got to know what you have in in net, and I think that they ultimately do know. I mean, they've had Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov as their their number one and number two or one and one A, however you want to look at it, all season long. And even though Ilya Samsonov has struggled with consistency, you know, you can't just concentrate on the negative. Also, when he starts doing well in the positive, you have to subtract some of that negative and add some positive to that if you're going to be objective. Otherwise, you're just kind of looking at it as just a skewed look at reality. Like, you know, he did something wrong and I'm going to hold that against him forever. 
I'm not going to think that way. I'm going to think that he had a rough stretch earlier in the season. He may again, but as of this moment right now, he is playing great hockey. He is playing as a great goaltender for the Washington Capitals, and that is what I'm going to hang my hat on. Um, because, I mean, that's all I have to go with. The Washington Capitals did not make any big splashes at free agency. They did not get Marc-Andre Fleury or one of the other big-name sports car goalies out there. They stuck with what they have in-house because whoever the brass, um, Brian McClellan, uh, Dick Patrick, and uh, no doubt Peter Laviolette all talked about what they're going to do. And uh, what I've kind of heard is they were going to go all in on Marc-Andre Fleury. And Marc-Andre Fleury was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go to you guys. There's too much bad blood between our teams. So the Capitals went all in on what they have in-house. And that's kind of the, the model that they followed all season. They talked about even before the season started, were they going to pick up a veteran netminder? They didn't do it. They balked at doing it. So this kind of all emanates all the way back to the Henrik Lundqvist thing after Braden Holpe left the Capitals and went out to the Vancouver Canucks. They were kind of in a position where it was Ilya Samsonov and question mark. Then you enter in Henrik Lundqvist. Henrik Lundqvist has that heart condition. And then you're like, well, we have uh, Ilya Samsonov and what is the other goalie? Now, everyone around the Washington Capitals viewed Vitek Vanacek as maybe a starter in AHL Hershey, but definitely not a guy that's going to be playing on the big Washington Capitals NHL team. Well, as it turned out last year, he played lights out hockey and he played great hockey all the way up until the playoffs, until he suffered that injury. And we all know what happened. The Washington Capitals made their exit from the playoffs. So the question remains, and I think that this is a question that will not be able to be answered until it's totally flushed out, is who's going to be their number one? Like I say, as of right now, I'm, I would go with Ilya Samsonov unless he gives me reason otherwise to prove that he shouldn't be. If so, then you go right into Vanacek. And if you notice anything, then you go further down the chart. And, you know, like I say, once you get into the playoffs and the further along you go into the playoffs, you get an expanded roster. So I think that at some point it's going to be inevitable that Zach Fukali will get called up, who I've talked about a lot. But, I mean, I don't think you need to make any rash decisions uh, as far as that. And I don't think the Capitals will as long as the netminders they have playing on the big team continue to uh, keep playing well. And they, they kind of have, I mean, you have nothing to complain about. This team has won a bunch of games and, you know, I hear some, from some people on Twitter, you know, well, they're going to collapse and there's some real downers out there. And the, I mean, I can fall into that category as well, but you can't look at life that way. Sure. They struggled for a while and you can't, you know, those are a lot of negatives, but when there's positives, you have to remove some of the negatives and add positives so you can have an accurate picture of who the team is. Now, I know a lot of people, and if you watch the NHL Network or listen to any of the podcasts, they talk about it, that it's such an old team in an unproven commodity and net. Well, let's prove the rest of the NHL wrong that this Capitals team is built to make a run for the playoffs. They have just as a big right as anyone else out there to make their push for the Stanley Cup. And they might do it. I would love nothing more than to prove the rest of the NHL and all the fans around the league wrong that this aging team could do it. Wouldn't it be a big middle finger to everyone if this Washington Capitals team ended up winning a Stanley Cup? Now, I don't want to hear any of the pundits out there go, well, we kind of knew they were going to do it because I watch all the shows. I watch NHL Network. I listen to NHL radio. I listen to all of it. 
and they all there's no one that is picking the Washington Capitals to do well in the playoffs. I'm going to be one of the ones that takes a stand and says, I think this team is going to do well. I think they're stepping up, so save anything like a major injuries in the lineup. I think this team is built to make a good run, despite what you know all these NHL quote unquote insiders have to say. I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at their recent resurgence uh, of establishing themselves as being a great team, and I have no reason to think otherwise. Caps Nation, I want you to bind together with me too and take a positive approach to this team. Negativity needs to be removed. I know that people like to concentrate on the negative. This team didn't do well here or there. Forget it. Then I also want you to talk about how this team has been playing really well as of late. And they should take you know pride in stock and whatever was talked about in that team meeting because the goaltending is stepping up, the defense and the offense is all stepping up, and it's happening at the right time. Now, just because they are going to face a loss here or there, I don't want all hope to be lost. You're going to lose games here and there. It's just a part of playing in sports. But I think that there were things that were proved ever since the beginning of March. And if you want to draw lines, I'm going to draw them here for you. Ever since the return of Mantha, the Capitals were playing better. And also when Ilya Samsonov showed inconsistencies and Vitek Vanacek came in, they started playing better. So that all started around the beginning of March, late February, early March. And ever since then, the Capitals have been playing much better. Go ahead, look up the stats. I mean, they've lost some games. That's not what I'm saying. But overall, their fortunes have changed in this team as playing really great hockey right now. And I want everyone out there to concentrate on this. Forget the negativity on all the hiccups that they've had throughout the season. I think that this team is built to make a push at the playoffs. And I don't know how far it'll go, but I'm along for the ride. And I'd like to think that this Capitals team will go far in the playoffs, you know, and if not, we're going to deal with that then because you can't deal with the what ifs, the intangibles out there, the outliers, What we know right now is the Washington Capitals are playing great hockey. They have a game coming up against Toronto. That is the next one. There's a new game every day. You know, like they say, uh, FP Santangelo goes, there goes the no-hitter. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Just concentrate on, you know, getting that first goal. There goes the no-hitter. Even in in, that translates into hockey. Just concentrate at the game in front of you. Don't look at the schedule too far ahead because that's going to cause you to go crazy. As of right now, what I know is this Washington Capitals team is playing great, and that's what I'm going to concentrate on. And all I'm looking at next is Toronto as they are in the crosshairs of the Washington Capitals. All right, that has been, this has been the Locked On Capitals podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Again, I want to thank you for bearing with me as I'm losing my voice here, but I have to continue to give you guys content because I love this podcast and I love this Washington Capitals team and I love delivering it to you five days a week. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you again for listening or go head over to YouTube, type in Lockdown Capitals and watch some of the videos. We want to get up to 100 subscribers and uh, just watch the YouTube channel grow as well. All right. Thanks again. And I will talk to you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening.